JR's back for round eight. <laughs> what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Better Than Broadway. Um, Hi, boys. What's up? Uh, a familiar face is back. What's up, JR? Hey, how much? How's it going? Glad to be back. Yeah, round dude. eight with JR. This is going to be a good time. I, round eight, round 18. I've, I've lost count. Uh, I think we're on episode 33, 34 of this year. I don't know. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. But I'm excited. There has been some great wrestling recently. Um, let's get into it. Let's go. Um, so last night, uh, tonight is Sunday. We will be pre- uh, pre- posting on Monday. So Saturday uh-huh. night was AEW's Full Gear. At the Kia Center in LA. Great show. Um, a lot of back and forth, a lot of upsets, actually. A lot of upsets. Yeah. Um, first thing, Claudio Castagnoli fought Buddy Matthews. Great match. Great match. Um, yeah, it was it, it they they play with your emotions a little bit because you know the House of Black was a really they're a powerful stable. And Buddy Matthews, I was like, actually, he could have a shot at beating Claudio. And then Claudio locked in, like, the the, the spinorama, then the sharpshooter. Buddy tried to fight out of it. Then he had to tap for his life, because otherwise Claudio's going to snap his back, his spine in half. Cool. So, I mean, that that's, guys, if you don't know what the sharpshooter feels like, it's basically taking your spine like this, and then taking half of it and inverting it 90 degrees. They call it's it like, a Stu Hart smile. Stu Hart smile. <laughs> well, you know, it's I like, I call Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu when I do that class involuntary yoga. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing Death. the stretching. Someone's doing the stretching for me. Death Jitsu. Death Jitsu. Why not? Big fan of Death Jitsu myself. I mean, is that where, like, you have to tap out or you die? Huh? Always. That's fair. I mean... You know, you, you know what you're signing up for. Yeah, you do. Uh, JR, it's it's murder yoga. <laughs> what is your opinion of murder yoga? Oh, it's good. Weeds out the weeks. <laughs> the the weak don't survive. Yeah, don't survive. I must break you. There's no mercy in this dojo. Nope. I mean, Claudio defeating Claudio defeating Buddy Matthews by submission is always a good time. By because... spine inversion. Oh yeah. Um. And yeah, but also, uh, congrats to Buddy Matthews and uh, Mommy getting engaged. That's a big one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Buddy Matthews and Rhea Ripley are engaged. That's fun. Hooray! Yeah. Uh, I on that note, I can't imagine what it's like being a pro wrestler. Uh, in two different organizations, because like you can't syncing up schedules has got to be difficult. Got to be, yeah. Like Alistair and uh, Zelina. Exactly. Yeah. So, from what I understand, since COVID, it's been um, they'll work shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And then they have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off the middle of the week. Uh, Dynamite airs on 
Wednesday. Yep. Rampage is taped on Wednesday, and then Collision is live on Saturday. So, really, the only night that they wouldn't potentially be together, or if they just traveled together, which would probably be the move, is uh, is when is Tuesday, Wednesday. I mean, they could, you know, you could obviously travel together. You could, you know, run your podcasts and do the things. Uh, I know Zelina Vega does Twitch. Mia Yim does Twitch. I don't know if Rhea does Twitch, but uh, are, you, are you plugging are... Twitch right now? No, not at all. <laughs> be on Twitch. Twitch. We'd probably be a lot of fun on Twitch. <laughs> we we can explore that option. Um, you know, yeah, we, you know, we'll we'll do the next business meeting. Who likes to play video games? I, I'm not crazy about video games. I'm shit at them. But, I mean, you guys can play video games, and I'll watch and talk about wrestling. But that's the thing. Like, yeah, I wouldn't... I, I, so this is the exact moment of, like, why some pro wrestlers need managers who are not quite good on the mic. When I'm playing video games, I'm, like, dialed in. I'm not talking. So I would need somebody to be the mouthpiece as I'm playing. <laughs> To be your Bobby the Brain Heenan, if you will. Exactly. So, yeah. If you want to play Twitch, if you want to be on Twitch, narrate my gaming experience. But I I I can't, like, so right now I'm playing Starfield. There's a lot of role-playing. There's a lot of, like, puzzle shit. There's a lot of downtime. Not a lot of, like, running and gunning. Just, like, you know, doing crazy stuff. I would need to play, like, a a good lighthearted comedy game like The Last of Us Part Two. That would be a good Twitch narration. Comedy game? You know, it's a it's a lighthearted family game. You know, about a daughter, a, a daughter figure and a father figure coming together apart again, you know. Before you just, just go with it, Rob. Just go with it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm just gonna, <laughs> you know, as someone who's not really a gamer, I'm I'm just gonna let you have that. Uh I watched three episodes of that TV show and I was like this mm-hmm. the whole time. I don't think my eyes blinked once. I was like, this is intense. Whoa. I mean, you know, intense for a family show. Sure. Absolutely. Totally. Bring the kids. Whole family. Um, Eddie Kingston, your Ring of Honor champion, defeats Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, Karen Jarrett, Sanjay Dutt, and Satin Singh in a five-on-one handicap match um, with the help of a, an old friend, uh, um, Santana. Mike Santana shows up and, and takes away the guitar from Jay Lethal that Jarrett put on the ring apron and smashes Sanjay Dutt over the head with it, which was adorable. And then Eddie Kingston with his backhand pimp slap god that man's got a strong pimp hand knocks jay lethal the hell out gets the one two three and then he and uh santana are uh in the ring raising each other's arms um needless to say eddie kingston is my favorite uh wrestler in aew more than mjf more than joe more than anybody else just because he is the realest guy in the room no question it's the best yeah, Eddie Kingston is like, uh, in in a way, he's kind of the new Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay, that's a bold statement. 
right. and I know I'm I said here. it and now I'm backing it up. But like Eddie Kingston is like the blue collar, the the every man who's trying going up against the against against the man who's like, you don't belong here. And he's like, fuck you, I do. And he he talks the he dude, he talks the talk and he walks the walk. He's you know, he'll do whatever you need him to do. You know, it's just like you don't you look you think of a traditional professional wrestler, and Eddie Kings doesn't look it, but that's the only thing he doesn't have. Everything else is top notch. JR, if uh-huh. you had a JR, if you had a drunk uncle that loved pro wrestling and his name was Eddie Kingston, what more would you want in a wrestler? Yeah, nothing else. I think he'd be a little browner, though. That's all. There you go. Eddie Kingston looks like he just rolls out of bed, puts on a singlet and a pair of shorts, takes six swigs of Jack Daniels, and just goes. It's amazing. Yes, that is a appropriate portrayal of that man. Eddie Kingston, Um, if you're out there and you're listening to Better Than Broadway, please come on our show. Please talk to us. I'd love to talk to you about Japanese wrestling, being the New Japan uh, Strong Champion, being the Ring of Honor Champion, and being in this new uh, Continental Champions Tournament. God alive, you're the best, Eddie Kingston. You're the best. He made a really big point of, like, after he won that match against Jay Lethal, he was saying he's putting his both his Strong Champion and his Ring of Honor Championship on the line for this Continental Tournament to where whoever wins it become, whoever wins the tournament, ends up with all three as a triple crown yeah dude the uh the cojones on kingston hashtag i'd I'd love to see kingston Kingston, i'd love to see kingston and daniel brian danielson in that final for all these championships because you know daniel bryan has been ring of honor champion and pure champion and you know um He's good for business. Obviously, uh, he's going to what Brian Danielson is going to work. Um, Kazuchika Okada at Wrestle Kingdom in January. So that's going to be awesome. But um, yeah, there's a lot going on there. Uh, JR, again, um, why is Eddie Kingston just the best? Like, I can't get over it. Like, he's just the best. I mean, like Ryan said before, he can talk, he can wrestle. He looks like your average dude just walking down the street. So everyone gravitates towards him, and, he, and he's been through some shit. Like he's been he's been through the struggle, uh, and that's yeah. what like yeah. to identify with him. Like, oh yeah, like yeah, I, I've got some weight on me. I've I've had some downs in my life, and he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna come at you. I'm gonna mess you up. Yeah, that was on his uh, Players Tribune, I think, like letter to himself, I believe. Mm. That was actually a really good read, if you haven't read that. What was that again, Jared? Uh It's a Players' Tribune. It's like uh, athletes that write letters to either themselves in the past or future or just tell us about their struggle. And he talked about, like, having suicide thoughts and, like, grown up poor and, like, not I being... love that. Yeah. Like, let's um, he, he... let's post that in the in the show notes, guys. Uh, the That will be in the show notes. JR, if you'll send that to me, I will make sure it happens. Yep. Oh yeah, guys. Then, uh, we got we got MJF and Samoa Joe. MJF finally taking Samoa Joe's um, offer 
to be his tag team partner for the Ring of Honor Championships, Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships, uh, against the Guns, Austin and Colton. Joe wins that match by submission after uh, Adam Cole comes out. By nakedly is, choking somebody out. And rear naked the rear. choke, the coquina clutch. Oh, right. Time. Rear naked choke, my bad. There you go. I don't think we need to see Joe naked. And then after the match, Adam Cole stands there at ringside with his little crutches and his little, little boot on him and watches MJF's leg get shattered to pieces by the guns. Um, JR, Bullet Club, Bullet Club Gold has been probably the second or third hottest thing in AEW with MJF and the Acclaim probably being one and two. Um, where do we see the guns going now that they are out of the title picture after losing to Joe and MJF? Um, I'm not sure. The only thing I think of is they'll just be like hired, no pun intended, hired guns for someone to go mess up their feud or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think uh, Jay White and guns double down on MJF. You mean like he's not he, he's not just gonna go away. He's gonna he's gonna come back harder. Like you know, I I had you. Who knows? I I, I think um, that leaves him. Oh, okay, like oh, when is Adam Cole supposed to be back? Oh, Adam Cole comes. Let's just say Adam Cole comes back next month. You know, there there's Jay White guns trios match. Versus Smojo, MJF, Cole. Like, there's a lot more water can be milked out of this. More milk can be milked. Maybe so. Maybe so. Um, we'll definitely see. But it was it was a big blow for Bullet Club Gold over the last couple of weeks because you know we'll get to the uh, Jay White MJF main event later. But the Guns have lost to several matches. The uh, Juice Robinson has lost. Really, the only one who got any traction was Jay White uh, two weeks ago when he pinned MJF in the ring during Rampage. Um, but that's really it. Like, I mean, they really have not done a whole lot with these guys and, you know, other than putting them in the main event and now you're just kind of squashing them. Uh, it's it's too bad, but like, hopefully we'll see something for Bullet Club Gold because they've got something special and I love the fat head of Jay White that they bring to the ring where he's pointing the gun. I love that. I think it's great. I, I still think, you know, they're still all looking strong because well we 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 gotta we gotta talk about the MJF J White thing towards the end so I'll, I'll say that for later. Yeah. Sorry. The we'll paper... go ahead and uh, move on. The uh, full gear opens up with Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland, the former Edge, with Ric Flair uh, versus the Patriarchy, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. I love the fact that they all came out in face paint and black and white and the jackets, and everything. I thought that was just, I thought that was a rad take. Um, this wasn't any kind of crazy match. It was just a six-man tag match with rules. It wasn't a blood and guts. It wasn't a, you know, no DQ match. It was just a regular match. And these guys came dressed for battle, and you love to see it. JR, how do we like Adam Copeland being in AEW after Edge departed from wwe 
Yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see him wrestle. Like he said, he had more to do in the wrestling universe by wrestle all these people he's never wrestled before. So it's nice to see him for himself take on a different challenge of the crowd and how they react to him. Because obviously, being in WWE, you have to wrestle a certain way. You can't really branch out on different things that he probably was told not to do or you have to you have to wrestle pretty safe in WWE, correct? Yeah. yeah. And clearly, that is not the case in AEW. Yeah, but not the case. Old man Sting jumping off everything possible. Um, right. Speaking of which, uh, let me. I, I can't imagine. Like what? How old is Nick Wayne? What nineteen? Eighteen? Nineteen? Something like that. He's young. He's Dude, 18, 19 years old. How much of a fucking privilege? Is that Nick Wayne got to wrestle with Sting before Sting retired? And, and, and Adam Copeland and Christian. Yeah, but like they've been around, they've been around, they've had crossings. But Nick Wayne is 18, 19. He's not he can't he can't even buy a beer yet. They have to give him Diet Coke at the arena. Or Pepsi Cola. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, or, or or duels. I don't know. Like so, I that mean, dude, Nick Wayne is the benefactor. Is the 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 benefactor here? What oh, a pleasure! Absolutely. You're welcome, Nick Wayne. And uh, clearly, you should be thanking Darby Allen because, and and is that isn't that who found him in the garage? Yeah, yeah. you're welcome. Time will tell what's going to happen with Nick Wayne. I think that kid's got a bright future ahead of him. Uh, he's got a lot of tools. Uh, good looking kid. Put on a little muscle. He ought to be. He ought to be a lot of fun to watch for years. I mean, hell, MJF put on thirty pounds of muscle in like a year. That kid can put on thirty pounds of muscle in a year. No issue. Just load him up. Give him all the gear. Put him in the gym. He'd be fine. Yeah, that, that, that's what does it, the, the the gear in the gym. I know. Uh, I actually, I'm a big fan of callbacks and long term storytelling, as y'all know. Uh, did anybody catch the bit in the match the other night? Where Christian Cage low blowed Ric Flair. That's yeah. a receipt. That's a receipt from 2020. <laughs> really? Ric Flair low blowed Christian in a, in a in a in some match. I can't remember what the match was, but uh, Ric Flair gave uh, gave Christian a low blow, so Christian returned the favor last night. Uh, you gotta love a good callback. Christian, like he did that, and he was like, like oh, yeah. milked it like. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, poor Rick, poor Rick Flair. Jr. Is Rick Flair getting an AEW ring in wrestling? Is he going to unretire for the seven hundredth time? Is he going to die in a wrestling ring? Please say no. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's going to be back in the ring. I mean, is I don't, it... I don't want this. No, no, no. I don't think anyone but him wants it. So okay, so does that by a proxy make Ric Flair a Spartan? He has to go. He has to go out on a shield. Is Ric Flair going to be in the in the next three hundred movie three hundred three four? Well, just out there. Eighty year old Spartans going to battle. I can see it now. Uh, poor Ric poor Ric Flair. Yeah, dude, he like, is the wrestler. He I mean, when your whole life is the, is this business, how can you really walk away? 
I love weightlifting. It's hard for me to walk away from it. Yeah, dude. Um, so, but anyways, according to the match, uh, Luchasaurus is overpowered by three finishers. Sting, that. Adam Copeland, and then Darby Allen hits him with the coffin drop and they put out Luchasaurus. Perfect. I mean, if I were going to beat Luchasaurus, I'd just hit him with a truck, a cement truck, <laughs> and then pull the cement down and then bury him. That's what I would do. Call that finisher the fossilizer? Is that what you call it? Exactly. <laughs> and then I'd go in there with a little drill, take out his little DNA, his dino DNA, and then clone him. Oh, nice. You See, that happens. Spare any expense, would you? Spare no expense. You know, Ryan, they made movies about this, and it didn't end well. Just saying. They made six of these movies. What now. do movies know? Oh, a lot. Orange <laughs> Cassidy... Orange Cassidy in 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 a fantastic match. It was a short match, but really good match. Uh, defeats John Moxley by pinfall for the AEW International Championship. Are we sold on Orange Cassidy, or are we still just kind of like? <laughs> I think Moxley still looks strong. I mean, it took yeah. what five or six orange punches to put him out. Um, but the thing is, Moxley, like, you look at, like, wrestlers out there who, like, clearly work out. Moxley's look like he's working down the docks. You know, he's, like, pulling cargo off the container. He's that kind of ripped. He's not bulky. He is just normally, I work construction. I haul bricks for a living. These hands are bricks. I'm going to kill you. Um, so the fact that it took, like, four or five orange punches... Yeah, that's cool. Big fan of Blackpool Combat Club and everybody in that shit. JR, with Moxley taking this loss to OC, is he finally going to get that well-deserved time off that he has desperately needed? Or are they just going to throw him into something like, you know, I don't know, the, the ROH tag championships or just give him some filler bullshit to do? Like, what are they going to do with him now? Um, hopefully he gets his rest. He definitely needs it. God, he needs it. But, but would Moxley take it? Yeah. Well, Moxley should take it, but I have a feeling those. Should Ric Flair team. retire? Yes. Is he? <laughs> no. No. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, his wife probably won't let him bleed at home, so he probably won't take the rest. You know, uh, when I was watching the, the show last night with Kate, you know, they're they're, they're pushing uh, DraftKings, and they're like, oh, who's going to win the match? I'm like, there has to be a DraftKings bet of how long the match goes on before Moxley bleeds. What's the over-under there? It has there? to be. Yeah, it, was like six, it was like six minutes. That's nice. That's that. I'm taking the under on that all day. Goddamn. <laughs> Two minutes into the match, shit. He was who was he working a couple of months ago, and he was bleeding within 30 seconds of the match starting. Who the fuck was that? <laughs> that was ridiculous. I'm like, I'm like, dude. I get it. Like, you love to bleed, but come on, man. Like, <laughs> the the bell just rang. He's like, I'm sorry, we're in Denver. You know, my nose is bleeding. <laughs> Christ. 
I don't know. Looking forward to seeing John Moxley in a couple of months once he gets some rest and heals up. I get the Blackpool Combat Club really needs him as the leader, but you know, Danielson's around, you know, with his one eye and he's hanging out having a good time. So maybe they'll give that. In a in an underwhelming match for me, timeless Tony Storm, who has the best gimmick in AEW right now, uh, defeated Hikaru Shida, uh, the women's uh, AEW World Women's Champion, uh, by pinfall in about a 10-minute match. By um, uh, steel-enforced butt slam. Th- yeah. This women's championship is now a worthless title. Tell me more. Hot potatoed. Hot potato. Thank you, JR. Couldn't have said it better myself. In the last, I don't know, six months, Sakara Shida has held it three times. Tony's now held it three times. Soraya's held it a couple. Soraya's held it. Uh, Britt Baker's had it. I mean, it's just kind of getting passed around. Um, I understand having Soraya win at Wembley because it was it was a moment. Her family was there. She's from there. It was her great big comeback. I get it. Four weeks later, she loses the title. Somebody else wins it. Sheeta gets it back. We're just doing this, you know. So, Rob, what is your solution to fix this? Tony Storm needs to be champion for six to eight months at minimum if this title is going to have any prestige at all. I'm looking at the TBS championship, which that's a, that's another match that's on this card. Before we get into that match, two women have held that title, and that's Jade Cargill a year and Chris Statlander for nearly six months. And now you have a fatal, uh, excuse me, a triple threat for that title, which we'll get to later. But she's defended it. She's faced Willow. She's faced Sky. She's faced Julia Hart once. You know, she's faced Willow. She's faced several women for that title. She beat Jade Cargill clean twice. Once, and then, then on her way out in her last match. Great ending that match by the way jr what do you think is the aew women's championship less or more prestigious right now than the tbs championship is uh it has to be less i mean if you have that many people getting it every what three to four weeks now it's it doesn't mean anything nothing i mean it's like charlotte flair's titles yeah. Or, or 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 we are maybe the way we should be looking at this as like it is everyone else is in the gym at night when the TBS champion is at home eating bonbons. You know, once you win the title, you can relax. It's like, no, once you win the title, everything's harder. And everyone else is at home doing push-ups. And you're like sipping the wine, the victory wine, the victory champagne. So maybe everyone's just getting better. I mean, maybe I was doing squats right. so that when Tony Storm did the butt slam, it nearly killed Karoshita. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at your I'm looking at your championship range. We've had uh, 13, 12, 12 champions since the inception of the title in 2019. Okay. Um. The longest reign with that title was Sheeta, 372 days. 
Britt Baker, 290 days. Thunder Rosa, 172 days. The title would then be vacated. And now we've got 76, 66, 25, 44, 39. So everybody's getting this title for, you know, two months. Dude, I mean, like, that that's kind of on par with the UFC. Once you get on top, everyone's gunning for you. Yeah. You I know, guess. like, maybe you held the title for one defense, or maybe you don't. Uh, So, no, I, I think this is on par with, you know, like, fist fighting versus wrestling. Because in the UFC, you can't spear somebody. You can't True. pick them up over your head and slam them. Totally different sport. You know, UFC is, is uh, you know, aggressive hugging and, and slapping. This is professional wrestling we're talking about. By comparison, the men's, the AEW World Championship has been eight reigns. Eight. So. Jericho. Jericho Moxley, Omega. CM Punk. CM Punk. Back Omega. Moxley. And Moxley. Punk. MJF. Hangman. And MJF. Yeah. Yeah. So. so. You know, you do what you do, but uh, it is what it is. Um, kind of happy that Tony Storm has that title because her character right now is hilarious. Yes. I think it's great. I love the uh, the uh, Joan Crawford, um, Marilyn, you know, old, iconic, you know, golden age of film um, character that she's playing, just absolutely unhinged. Um, J.R., do you see Tony Storm with a lengthy title reign and who comes after her next? Yeah, I see her with a lengthy title reign. And I'm not sure who comes after her next. The only person I can think of is maybe, maybe Mercedes Monet. Yeah. If they want to. I don't know if they're talking with her or not, or, but that's the only person I can think of that would be different that she hasn't faced yet, or that's I'll not tell you what worries now. I'll, I'll tell you what worries me. Ronda Rousey worked for Ring of Honor over the weekend. Yes, I saw that, and it was just like, what is going on? It's Friday night. She's in an ROH taping. She's in a ring. She's in her gear. What's going on? So I'm not saying they're gonna, I'm not saying they're gonna bring Rhonda in. Maybe it was just because she and Marina Shafir are friends and it was in LA and it was just convenient. And she was like, screw it, I want to work. And Tony was like, sure. But I don't know, man. I'm worried. I'm just, you know, Rhonda's great. You know, Rhonda's great. She's a lot of fun, but I am. Worried to death that they are going to put that title on Ronda Rousey and they're going to let Ronda Rousey beat the brakes off of Tony Storm in a two-minute squash and she's going to be our next AEW Women's Champion. No. Yeah, that'd be awful. I mean, if she wants to beat Athena for the ROH Women's Championship, cool. That's cool. I'm down. But move Athena to AEW would be nice. And move Athena to AEW. But... You know, I don't know. It's it, There's a whole lot going on there, but we'll worry about that another time. So um, Ronda Rousey retired, retired from WWE, but she's not retired from pro wrestling. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Correct. 
She's worked two matches since leaving WWE, and they've all been in the last five days. So, good for her. Ricky Starks and Big Bill, the former Big Cass, the ROH World Tag Team Champions, in a four-way ladder match, defeat La Faction in Gobernable. Big fan of Roosh, myself. Um, FTR and the Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi Black and Brody King. The deal this was a banger. Ricky... Huh? This whole match was a banger. It was yeah, a gang of really people. Was. Banger. Nah, watch out. Family show. Um, I'm here for it. You know, I, I, I like the idea of Ricky Starks being a tag champion with Bill because, you know, it's got the Shawn Michaels diesel feel to it, which I'm all about. A little about. bit. A little bit. Um, but that's as far as it goes for me. It feels like, you know, as much as I like Ricky Starks and as much as I think Bill is, is a great worker, it still feels like they're just, you know, Pepsi light, great value. Bill needs to step up. He needs to, yeah, he can't just be, oh, I'm this intimidating tall guy. Everyone has that. Sanjay Singh. Uh, Brian Cage, okay, you're giant. I get it. Yeah. You know, the big show, or I'm sorry, Paul White. Paul White, uh, no more BS. Be a presence. Don't just be a big guy. Be a presence. Make yeah. people fear you. Um, and I would I, I that's what I want for Big Bill. Like, you know, make uh, Luchasaurus too. Like Luchasaurus. You know, would go out there when he was team with Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy did most of the work. Luchasaurus would chum in, choke slam, whatever, go through his move set, and then go out, and that was it. And now that he's evil, that's what makes Luchasaurus cool. Although I, I am wondering where the fuck is Jungle Boy these days, Jack Perry? He's still suspended. Still on suspension. Oh, he's suspended. Oh, my apologies. Uh, was that for the fight with CM Punk? Yes. No. That, okay. Yes. And and for the fact that he he did the whole thing with the the glass, oh. you know the real glass and the car, yeah they got mad about that mm. too. Uh, Jr. Um, I think we both agree that Ricky Starks is an absolute superstar yeah. in the making. Uh, the kid's got it all. I'm a huge fan. Does being two part question. Does being with Big Bill help or hurt Ricky Starks? And does being with Ricky Starks help or hurt Big Bill? Who 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 basically gets more from this relationship? Starks or Bill? I think Bill like does. Yeah. Yeah. Bill definitely gets more from Ricky Starks. Like I don't think like when they split up Enzo and Cass. Enzo was way better because he could talk. He could wrestle decently. Bill kind of just fell off the map, essentially. So, like, you got the same thing with this, with Rick Starks. Starks being Enzo. Starks can wrestle. He can talk. He can, you know, do what he needs to do. But Bill's kind of just like like a big-ass robot that really yeah. doesn't... He's not very charismatic. He's not the greatest big I'm man. I'm sorry. Ever. What was Bret Hart's top three things you need to be a pro wrestler? 
I know one of them's like, don't hurt the other person. <laughs> no, he had a big thing. He's like, look, you have to you have to have the look. You got to be able to wrestle. And you got to have, you got to be good on the mic. These yeah. three things, what makes a superstar pro oh, wrestler. Yeah. And like, yeah, Big Bill has the look. Big Bill doesn't have the mic skills. Now that we're down, you know, he kind of has the wrestle ability. But, you know, like, dude, Big Bill's big. Vader was big, too. Vader was doing fucking moonsaults and shit. But Vader had Harley Race to talk for him. Big Bill needs to be bigger. Bigger? (laughs) He needs to change his name to Bigger Bigger Bill. Bill. Yeah. Bigger Bill. Bigger Bill. Oh, my God. Um, JR, who is the who do you think is the greatest big man in the history of professional wrestling not named The Undertaker? Ooh, good question. Ooh. Uh, I know who I think it is, but I want to know who you think it is. The greatest big man. What are we considering big? Like fat like Vader or like tall? Just just like like big, like either either big or tall, like powerhouse. Like when okay. you think of a big powerhouse guy who's like six four, six five, up to seven feet tall, you know, you got big bill, you got big show, you got Kali, you got you know, guys <laughs> like that. Andre, go with... You got Nash, you got those kind of guys. Who's the greatest big guy? Chef, I'm gonna ask you the same question. Get your thoughts together. I'd probably go with Vader or Kevin Nash. Okay. Chef. Um uh, my initial thought was was Kevin Nash. Yeah. Also known as Diesel. Kane my Kane uh Kane's yeah. But I mean, honestly, like, okay, I'm gonna say Brock Lesnar. He was doing moon moon salts. Like he yeah. was until yeah, he got hurt. Brock. Until Brock got hurt, he was f fiving sharks in the ocean. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Brock Lesnar yeah, is literally the incarnation of the Hulk. Came out of left field. Holy Christ! The SummerSlam 2004 promo. <laughs> Jesus. I hate you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm sorry. It, he he punched a shark in the face, picked up F bombed <laughs> it. Some reason Brock Lesnar's r- running around on the beach in his wrestling gear. I don't know. Like, dude, whatever you do on your vacation time, you can do whatever you want. I don't care. Jesus. You're a mess. Love it. Uh yeah. Um, I'm I'm with you guys on Kevin Nash because again, he had the look, he had wrestling ability, and he was good on the mic. Vader was amazing vader had uh harley race as his mouthpiece for at least two-thirds of his wrestling career now vader also wrestled a match in japan where his eyeball fell out and he shoved it back in and finished the match so that's a, that means that that means a god but you know y- you, trevor murdoch right no this was this was years ago this was like in the 90s this was you know before oh, okay. he went to uh wcw or maybe it was between WCW and WWF. I can't remember. But um, no, nah, man, dude, dude got dude got hit so hard his eye just goes. Yeah, I've seen the video. See it. He's like grabbing it, grabbing it, and he shoves the damn thing back in and keeps going. Like that's not goddamn. I couldn't do that. I ain't that tough. But uh, you know, I mean, you you think about shit like that. I, I you know, I like Kevin Nash. I like that answer. 
Um, Vader's a good answer. Brock's a great answer. Um, unfortunately, you know, I just feel like a lot of these guys today, while they're great, they're not on that level. And I don't know if because of the time we're living in with wrestling that those guys are ever going to get to that level. Just don't. Satnam well, Singh's never going to be world champion. Bill's never no. going to be a world champion. You know, Brody King's probably never going to be world champion. And they're great. But I love, I dude, I love. Hey, can we use Brody King to segue to the next part? Yes, like, please. Because it's 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 not the next. It's it's yeah. Who 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 who? Like I love Brody <laughs> King. He is my favorite big man right now. I mean, yeah. he is a large mudavaga um covered in tattoos like literally like they tell you they he, he stood there right here and took a tattoo gun and just shot the entire front of his body something out of a sci-fi movie you're you're good um like you know that scene in the fifth element where lily puts like the eye makeup glasses on all of a sudden she has amazing makeup they just did that front body cast i'm brody king it's all good. Um, yeah, the 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 men's quad uh, four way fatal four way tag team titles was great. Yeah, um, it was a ladder match, and you got to watch it. There's ladder matches, there's slams, there's here. But the biggest thing, this is guys like as someone who fights semi-professionally but i do fight professional fighters week on a weekly basis when somebody punches you in the butt in the ass cheek it hits your sciatica nerve and basically the entire side of your body goes numb like especially that side of your leg so if you get get dead legs yeah like when you're climbing up the ladder and somebody punches you in the butt all of a sudden you can't step yeah that hinders your walk up the ladder. <laughs> facts, boys. Facts. Second degree black belt. I've been punching the ass. My sciaticas are hurting right now. I'm telling you right now. These are what goes on. We just need to clip that. Oh, my God. When you get punched in the ass, what was the timestamp on this, guys? What was the timestamp? When you get punched in the ass, your sciatic goes down. <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing! That's amazing television. That's, and I, we, it's what people want. They want the television. I can tell you speaking from first-hand experience. Speaking of what people want, this is the uh, head three-way for the AEW TBS Championship. Julia Hart, Chris Statlander, Sky Blue. The champ comes in on a seventeen-match win streak. Chris Statlander, Julia Hart finally gets her due. And wins the TBS championship. JR. Julia Hart, man. What a what a journey from, from cheerleader to getting misted in the face by Malachi Black to turning dark to turning other people dark. And now she's a champ. And she just got married. What a good Who's she married to? Uh, Lee Moriarty. No. Oh. What a great year for Julia Hart, man. Everything's coming up, Julia. You'd love to see it. She's like, what, 24 years old or younger, maybe 22? Yeah, I think she's a little bit younger than that. Yeah. That kid's living her best life, man. 
where do we see where do we see Julia Hart going with this championship? Is she gonna have a lengthy run? I think uh I think Julia Hart has a bigger run than we all think about. I think Julia Hart takes over the House of Black and runs oh, as yeah. the queen as the queen. Oh yeah. And runs Brody and Malachi and Buddy uh Buddy Matthews as like her minions. This could be a total just alien queen type of thing. Yeah. This th- there's potential for this to be huge. It's the judgment day, but better. Yes. So about the judgment day, her thing is very parallel to how Dom was. Dom was a very green wrestler with Ray, and then slowly each week you saw him get better and better. And then he won his North American championship, kind of like how Julia went from, as you said, cheerleader to getting involved in matches a very little bit and then slowly grew, grew into a champion. So, yeah. Congratulations, Julia Hart. She yeah, is your AEW totally. TBS champion in a fantastic match. Next match, this is my match of the night. Um, and I think a lot of people are you about agree, to say uh, it's Swerve and Swerve Hangman? and Hangman the Texas Death Match, dude. I was on Instagram today, and four of the pages I follow posted the video of Swerve bleeding in Adam Page's mouth, and all four and he pages spit it out. Those, yeah, all four of those pages. The damn video got taken down because it uh, it um, went against um, town call guidelines for what is allowed on Instagram. And I'm thinking to myself, people are half naked on Instagram. Lots of people, and yeah, and, and it's like they don't. Oh, it's okay. I'm gonna put I'm gonna internet. put kitties over my nipples. That makes it okay. Like emojis, dude. Like this dude's like bleeding all over each other, and to the point where he's just like bleeding this guy's mouth. I'm like, Ugh, like gross. But you're gonna take that off the internet? Come on, man! I've seen worse. You ever? You guys look at nature as metal. You guys, you guys ever watch the nature yeah. as metal page on Instagram? You're watching animals getting just destroyed, like eaten, like like you know. Nature's metal, man. That's what it's called. Holy shit! And you're going to, I mean, I, I, you're going to take this off the internet. Okay. 30 minute match. They crushed it. And then, and then he hangs him with the damn, uh, the damn chain. Like what the fuck? This yeah. is crazy. That, that, those that guys match. Put on, those guys put on show. Good for them. 100%. I was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Cause then like, you know, cause Heyman came out of the gate shooting buckshots. Literally, the buckshot Larry. Like, two seconds in, he's hitting with it. Duct tape, Swerve's hands together. You think, oh, shit, there's going to be in the bag. And Swerve fights back. He's like, no. And he starts taking the stable gun that he's been hit with, like, seven times. He's like, no. This doesn't hurt me. This doesn't hurt me. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Watch that match. A gem of a match. JR, is this the end of 
the feud between Hangman and Swerve, and is Swerve finally going to get his due and get a chance to AEW Championship that he richly deserves? Yes. Yes and yes. At least it better be. Swerve for champion 2024. That'd be fun. We don't want Joe. We don't want Wardlow. We want Swerve, damn it. <laughs> well, I also like his Swerve has his dynasty that yeah. are like, you know, just his so, backup Just guys. so we can have Nana on TV with <laughs> no. With his with the backup dancers. <laughs> yes. God, Swerve. Nana came out with backup dancers last night. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I love it. I love it. I don't know why. It's just it's it's great television. It's great television. Um, is 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 this just me or is this my bathroom break match? But uh, we've got the Golden Jets, Jericho and Omega defeating the Young Bucks by pinfall. I yeah. Um, I I, I took Bonsai out for a walk during the the women's triple threat, but Bonsai was like, "Now we're never, dude." I kind of wish I could have done it during this. Granted, yeah. I I, lo- I love Kenny Omega and I love I do I love Jericho. Yeah. Um, but what was the purpose of this match? Just that the Bucks feel like they don't trust Jericho and Omega's their friend, and now he's tagging with Jericho because they had that whole thing with the Don Callis family and. You okay, know, that, that that's a Winnipeg. collision match. That's a collision yeah. match. Yeah, it's they're amazing. Both from Winnipeg and... uh, I don't want can to... we talk about something real quick that we, yes. we talked about last week? AEW has signed Will Ospreay. Yes, boy. Which we were talking last week, like, oh, he's not gonna go AEW because he wants he doesn't want to be stateside, but now he's okay with it. Well, I think too, you got to remember his contract does not end with Japan until February. Right. So he's got three months to get his family moved and find them housing. I mean, he can probably still do dates internationally the way a lot of them do. I mean, uh, Roosh still does things with CMLL and Eddie Kingston is doing New Japan Strong. Uh, a lot of a a lot of AEW wrestlers go over to Japan. A lot of them come here, uh, so I think it's probably going to be a solid move for for Osprey because he's getting American money. He's getting AEW money, which is almost as good as WWE money. And now he, you know, it's just opportunities. I mean, Jr., what do you think? Is this the best move for Will, or is this kind of just a money grab? Yeah. Uh- it could be a little bit of both. He gets the uh, flexibility of essentially making his own schedule. If he's signed with WWE, he'd have to be here XYZ days, every work every week, unless he gets that Brock or Roman deal. But sure. they're probably not giving that deal, obviously. But yeah, he gets to make his own schedule. So, oh, yeah. it's the Trader Talk Joe's. About- it's the Trader Joe's version of pro wrestling. There you go. <laughs> Talking about free agents, there is a rumor that WWE wants Kazuchika Okada. I saw that. Holy shit. And he and Nakamura are really good friends. They're buddies. And Ooh. the way they've been booking Nakamura lately, I mean, obviously he didn't win the championship from Seth Rollins, which I think was a mistake. 
But, you know, can you imagine seeing Okada in a WWE ring? Can you see the Rainmaker in WWE? Like, holy crap. JR, I mean, Okada, like, you know, the Rainmaker himself. It'd be nice, but could he do the things that he does now in WWE? That's the only. Will we get a watered down Okada, or I think it's a watered down Okada. Yeah, you know, like you, you go to WWE for stability and money. You don't go to WWE to be a wrestler, perform, or be wrestler. Yeah, you know, you you watch a match and you're like, okay, formula, formula, formula. You know, the thing that sets apart WWE is like you can't go out in, in, in WWE and be bad on the mic. So that, and that's why they, they have the best. And it's why other places that you have great wrestlers, but not great mic people. I do love these vignettes they've been doing with Nakamura where they're in Japanese with subtitles and they're just airing them instead of having him talk in the ring. I think that gives him a lot more mystique and then it lets his wrestling talk for itself. Okada, on the other hand, speaks fabulous English. Um, very articulate, very, very, very intelligent guy. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's uh, it, it, it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan, as, as always, because you've got all these people who could be going you know, all these different places. Hell, CM Punk could show up at, at Survivor Series. We don't know. It's in Chicago. I hope not. I hope it's not. I hope it's Randy Orton and not CM Punk in that match. But, you know, we'll see. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's... Oh, look. One of the best pieces of advice, or not advice, but, like, observations that I've ever been told is that no matter what decision a business makes, every de- every decision a business makes is a decision to make more money. Sure. So by that notion, who makes more money, CM Punk or Randy Orton? Randy. I'm a, I like Randy. I think CM Punk makes a lot of money for WWE for one night. And then he doesn't get his way, and then he just goes into bitch mode, and that's it. I mean, like, you know. Yeah, but but but, but per WWE rules, aren't they going to, like, okay, dude, contract, sit the fuck down? I mean, they could. They could. But, you know, I think that's the difference between Triple H and Tony Khan, is that I think Triple H would shut him the hell up real quick, where Tony just lets him run his mouth. You know, I mean, how many F bombs? Tony fired him. Yeah, we had to. Yeah, after he got threatened by him, had to. I mean, you know, I think about I think about MJF and the word MFR coming out of his mouth every third word in every single one of these media scrums. Like, I'm sorry, but you are you are the champion of your company and the company that that airs your company is a publicly traded company warner brothers discovery you know wbd and they're a subset of at&t 
So you're owned by these publicly traded companies. And F this, F that, F this, MF this, da, 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 da. screw you, eat shit, die. I want to set you on fire. You're the champion. Act like it. Don't act like a kid. Act like a champion. I don't care what your gimmick is. Act like a champion. And speaking of champion, Maxwell Jacob Friedman drives an ambulance back into the arena. And he and he works and saves his best friend's life. Saves his best friend's life. And this man works a 29-minute, 45-second match. He jumps off the top rope and he gives him the Randy Savage elbow through a table. Dude, puts his, puts uh, his body on the line. <laughs> on, let's let's talk about the table. Uh, that table was like, hey, that that table had been broken so many times. They're like, yep. it won't even stay together. And like they, they, Jay White put himself up there and just collapsed. And then MJF was like, well, this spot's ruined. Ah, fuck it, let's go. And sure. continued to jump off with the the flying elbow um with a you know incredibly just you know destroyed knee because that knee if you guys watched did not have any bronzer on it so there's no protection on that knee there's no bronzer on that knee or his lower legs (laughs) Uh, facts people jr who 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 who, uh wears more bronzer mjf or trump Probably Trump. <laughs> I would beg to differ, because Trump only bronzes his face. MJF bronzes. Well, that, that's what we know. Of, neck though. down, except oh, for his God. knees. Yeah, but Trump puts a lot of bronzer to look like me. So, okay, fuck, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, also, MJF is uh, last night just gonna put it out there, showing a lot of cheeks, giving Sky Blue a run for her money. Oh dear, dude. I'm, sure dead. I'm sorry. My girlfriend Kate was like, <laughs> MJF with some cheeks flying around. I'm like, yeah, he, he never skips leg day. Like he no, he, he puts in the weight, puts in the work. Uh, so yeah, uh, a great a great match because it was literally back and forth, back and forth. Adam Cole trying to help MJF, then it backfiring Adam Cole. You're like, no, this is what's going to ruin their friendship, but then it doesn't. And then he kicks out and then the bullet club comes in uh, and Adam Cole tosses in the dynamite diamond ring. Jay White gets it. And you're like, no, this is what's going to happen. But then it's reverse. MJF puts it on, knocks out gun club, knocks out Jay White retains Adam Cole MJF best friends forever BFFs with Samojo yeah. waiting in the wings the bro chachos if you will the bro chachos the bro chachos uh JR are you disappointed that we didn't get a uh, a devil sighting uh, la- uh last night um i guess <laughs> yeah we still have to figure out who the devil is so I think the devil is either Adam Cole or Tony Khan. I think Adam Cole makes a better storyline. Sure. You know, nobody yeah, like, wants it to be. Go ahead. 
No, because like, yeah, like, yeah, no one wants to be Tony Khan because that that's too. I'm malevolent overseer. Yeah. And the devil is someone who's not going to stab you from behind. The devil is somebody who's going to ride up beside you and smile. And as soon as you feel comfortable, he's going to stab you in the side. Yeah. Like, you know, he's there. And all of a sudden you put your trust somewhere you shouldn't have been. And if that's Adam Cole, that's brilliant storytelling. That's a brilliant move by Adam Cole. If he's going after MJF, if he's, Buying his time. I would love to see that. I also do not like CM Punk being the devil. I hope that he's not. That would be the sh- that would be shit on sticks. No one wants that. So anyway, we've got a uh, you know, really great show. I-, I give full gear four and a half out of five. Oh yeah. I was thoroughly entertained. And the thing is also that I, I really liked about full gear was when i've watched aew shows before there are fluff matches they're like okay what this, this card was six hours long almost and so you get numb it's like eating too many starbursts you just get numb and last <laughs> right. night felt aside from the golden jets and the the young bucks i'm sorry let's just call them the bucks they're they're not young anymore they're not other than that match everything felt perfect yeah i mean i like it jr i mean match of the night swerve and 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 hangman or mjf and jay um probably swerve and hangman yeah i'm with it i'm going mjf with mjf jay white only because MJF's butt got my girlfriend in, in, in uh engaged. And yeah. Um and then she and and, and and hangman drinking swerves blood turned her off. So I'm going with my girlfriend. <laughs> there you go. Drank his blood like a vampire and then spit it out like triple H. Like the brood? Like the brood. Well, that was what grape juice? This is actual blood. Actual blood. Great show, top to finish. AEW, once again, you outdid yourselves. We're looking forward to seeing at World's End, December 30th, live on pay-per-view. Now, switching gears for just a minute, we we there's no rest for the weary because less than six days from now, we have Survivor Series, WWE's annual Thanksgiving effort. And this year, for the... Second or third, maybe fourth year in a row, we've got war games. Everybody loves war games. And it's exciting because I'm making brisket for it. A... Huh? I'm making brisket for war games. Is it gonna be oh man, that's right. It is Saturday night. It's gonna be oh yeah. We're gonna have mm-hmm. it on the we're gonna have it on, eat brisket. JR, I got friends getting at my place on Saturday. I'm making a 20-pound brisket. Okay. You can't tell right Seven-ish. now. You can't tell right now, but I'm doing the Enzo Amore dance. (laughs) Okay. We got five matches on this card so far. Let's just go ahead and and, and run them down real quick. Uh, We'll do a lightning round on this. Uh, JR, you got Gunther and The Miz. Who who, who takes the Intercontinental title? Uh, Gunther. JR, a chef? Miz. 
Okay. Wow. There's Shocker. no one else. There's no one else who should be able to take that from Gunther. Other than That's fair. Ray Ripley, the champion versus Zoe Stark in a singles match for the women's world championship. Chef. Uh, Ray Ripley should pull her head off and drink her and drink Stark's blood. Decimate that ass. JR, do you agree? <laughs> yeah, she'll win, but uh, it'll be maybe almost, I think it'll be runner-up for match of the show. Yeah, I think uh, I think Zoe's going to show a lot of grit, but in the end, Mommy always on top. Carlito <laughs> versus Santos Escobar in a singles match that should probably be on SmackDown, but uh, here we are. Uh, JR, are we going with Carlito or are we going with um, the uh, the hunter himself, Santos Escobar? You know, it's a shame that, you know, this match isn't for control of the LWO, but um, obviously, as we saw on SmackDown, neither Zelina nor Joaquin or that, uh, uh, that other guy whose name I can't remember. I'm so very sorry. Uh, they don't want anything to do with Santos Escobar after he turned heel. Uh, personally, I think Carlito is a better heel than Santos, but, you know, here we are. The former King Cuerno takes the win over Carlito. Chef, do you agree? No, I think Carlito's going to take it. Because an apple a day keeps the, keeps the one fall away. Maybe we've got a little outside interference from the LWO, or maybe it was a red herring and they do side with Santos. Time will tell. The Women's War Games match, we finally have four on four. We've got damage control, Bailey, Oscar, Io, and Kyrie. Dakota outside because she can't go because her knee's still jacked up. And we've got Bianca, Charlotte, and Shotzi, and the man, Becky Lynch. Charlotte's made a phone call, several phone calls, I might add, as we saw on uh, on YouTube this weekend, where Becky Lynch is sitting at her home computer, and she's like, no. And she puts the phone down, and then Charlotte rings again. What do you want? No. Hangs it up. And then she calls a third time. Before you... Okay, and then obviously she shows up in the arena. So um, we've got a good War Games match. Um, there's an asterisk next to this, but uh, Chef, who wins War Games? Damage Control or the uh, the Charlotte Team Charlotte or Team Damage? Team Damage, because uh, if you watch Jeopardy, uh, the man doesn't win shit. <laughs> Becky Lynch don't know a damn thing. She don't know a damn thing. So yeah, she is. She is a an anchor. She is going to bring them down. Was that a work, or did she actually not know anything? She was like over twenty five. Get the question and get any of the clues right. She was in the yeah, negatives for Jeopardy. Yeah, I know, but she yeah. did that on purpose, or probably not. She was no, zero she... out of sixty. She didn't get a damn <laughs> single question right and didn't get to play final. Sucks to be her. I hate it for her, man. Jeopardy's hard. I play Jeopardy every night of my life. That shit's tough. Um, JR, who wins the match, Damage or Charlotte? Uh, Damage. I think that Team Charlotte wins the match after EO, Kyrie, and Asuka turn on Bailey. Yeah, I can see Bailey losing the match for them when they get mad. Yeah. I can see. Think, now, uh, now keep in mind, this is this is a war games match. This is not a survivor series match where like it's an elimination match. This is one fall to the finish, which yeah. I think is crazy because the team the, the, the name of the show is Survivor Series. You, you, you should have at least one elimination match 
where people get knocked out one at a time. Like, I don't understand that at all, but okay. I could see also Jade appearing at the end of this match. Yeah. Just kind of at the top of the ramp, staring at everyone. We have the uh, men's war games match. We've got Cody, Seth Rollins, Jey Uso, and Sami Zayn versus the Judgment Day, Priest, Finn, Dirty Dom, and J.D. McDonough, the newest member of the Judgment Day. Now, looking at it online, they do not have Drew McIntyre listed as the fifth man for Judgment Day. Now, that's peculiar because, obviously, the other night on Raw, it seemed that he had sided with the Judgment Day and completed his heel turn. Is Drew going to be in this match, Chef? Yes. Yes. I think and Drew is. Drew I, is I think Drew is needs to be. It's a Terminator and just wreck everyone. Yes. Hundred percent. Like he and just needs JR, to. No alliances. Kill everyone. Yeah. And Jr. If Drew is the fifth man for the Judgment Day, who's going to be the fifth man for Cody's team? Uh. KO. Okay. I think KO is a good choice. I like KO. I think it's a great choice. Uh, the internet is begging for either Randy Orton or um, uh, CM Punk because it's Chicago. But I like the choice of KO personally. I think that's a great choice. Uh, everybody in the match has history with Cody. Uh, it makes sense to have Seth and Cody in the match together. It makes sense with Jey Uso. It makes sense with Sam. It makes sense with KO. But we think about legacy and we think about Ted DiBiase Jr. and young Cody and Randy Orton and that stable. Randy Orton has been cleared medically and it's been teased for weeks that he's coming back. Um, do you like it? Do you like Randy or you like KO? I like Randy. Yeah. I mean, for storyline purposes, Randy. I mean, I haven't seen him in a while. He'll get a huge pop. The thing I talked about this on our Instagram messages, like team up with form, you know, two-thirds of legacy again. Like Cody and Randy beat up the one line for a little bit and then have Randy turn at Mania. I like it. That could be cool. I like it a lot. Brandy being a villain is all being a heel is always better than him being a face. Yeah. yeah. Especially especially bald Randy Orton when he's had his when he's had his head completely shaved. He was bald and just like just a murderer. He's the best. Yes. Kicking Stephanie in the head. Kicking Vince McMahon in the head. Kick Vince McMahon in the head, sure did. And Shane. The whole family. I think I think the only one I didn't kick in the head was Linda. I was like, no, we're not doing that. It was nuts. That was, that was the best iteration of Randy ever. But uh, yeah, so we've got a great, uh, we're going to have a great show for you guys next week. We will have the Survivor Series recap and wrap up. Uh, that'll be our last show for the uh, the month of November. And then in December, we will do our annual Best of 2023. We're bringing that back. 
We're going to each talk about our favorite matches of the year. And then our final show of 2023, we'll talk about which one we thought was the best. So we will have guest hosts. We will have some friends. We're going to have a good time. Talk about some of the best matches of 23. If you guys get a minute, please give us a sub smash the subscribe button right over there on the, on the YouTube, if you would, please. We got Amazon Podcasts. If you want those, we got Spotify. We got a couple of other things that I don't know about, but Jeff does. Leave so. us a five-star <laughs> review. Apparently that helps. Shocking. Yeah, we like reviews. Right? Leave us something in the comments that you want us to talk about on the show. We'll do it. We're, we're, we're cheap, baby. We'll do whatever you need us to do. <laughs> JR will come back. His heart's good. He's out yeah. here playing hockey. He's living yeah. his best life. We're happy that he's alive. Feeling good. Love you, buddy. Thank you. Anybody else? Anybody else got anything? Because I'm good. I'm ready to go to bed. I, I, I have one thing. And so then we, we started last week. JR, if you could flash back to any moment in wrestling, any moment in wrestling you'd that you'd like to change, what would it be? Uh, right? Yeah. I'd probably go with the Montreal screw job. Okay. And then Brett stays with WWE. Damn. How do you, how would that have changed things? Yeah. <clears throat> I think Brett gets handed the reins to be the man. And Hogan goes, you know, wherever Hogan goes. So Bret Hart staying with WWE would have keep kept Hogan out. Yeah. Also, that would have kept uh, Bret Hart from getting concussed by Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg, yeah, right. He will not. He 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 calls him Bill Goldberg in every interview. He's he, he won't never, even say he Goldberg. He's like Bill Goldberg, Bill Goldberg, Bill Goldberg. He hates the guy. God, man, he keep ain't nobody trending. hold a grudge more than Bret Hart. Bret Hart holds the best grudge. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Him. Uh, JR, thank you so much for joining us tonight for the eighth time. You're you're like our Saturday Night Live Five Timers Club. We need to get you a jacket. <laughs> Steve Martin of uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. <laughs> Please, it's Mr. Steve Martin. <laughs> I love it. Love it. All right, boys. Happy wrestling, everybody. We'll see you next week. Hit the music. I love it. For war games. <laughs> General Cabot in the Is that a war song?